the She Made Me Do It podcast, brought to you by Stagecoach, providing excellent customer satisfaction with a great service. For more information, go to stagecoachbus.com. Hounds, a tailored combination of barbering and hairdressing techniques within exquisite creative space in Southsea, brought to life by art and music. Hounds ethos is by combining friendly customer service with a passion for providing an enjoyable hair experience people will want to come back time and time again. Find us on Facebook at Hounds Barbers or on Instagram at Hounds underscore Barbers. For more information, try the website houndsbarbers.com. Come and get a haircut, snippity snip. Clippity clip. <laughs> they have to wait for me to finish my snip. See, if your if your headphones are working and you you're all happy, you'd say, "Oh, that worked amazingly. It sounded really really good, Darren." But <laughs> morning. Where's you're our right? theme tune, Darren? It's, it's on. You won't be able to hear it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lou's broken her headphones again. Oh no, I've lost my headphones. Are fine. I just lost the lead. But you know, yeah. I don't want to talk about headphones because that's really boring. Anyway, okay. So how you been? All right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm in a good place. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm in a really good place. Yeah. So happy. what's what's changing? Just don't know. Just got over myself. But <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stresses, I'll defend you. You've had a lot of stresses, didn't you? I just think, yeah, maybe. I think sometimes as well, it's like you get stressed out, but it's probably just because you're tired. So yeah. I think if you actually take some time out and go sleep. That helps. It does help. Yeah, just slightly. Yeah, just yeah. take some days off and not worry. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. Didn't say, well, obviously, what's happening this weekend, it'll all be nice. Because if you work fun. your little socks off, yes, good things happen. Do they? Yeah, I think if you work, if you, the rule of thumb, if you work really, really hard, yeah, it works out for you. Hopefully. If you don't, yeah, but yeah, it, it works out. Even if something you work really hard on, mm-hmm. it doesn't actually go to fruition. Right. From you going down that path, you'll probably meet other people, which will take you doing other things. So the harder you work, the better people you'll meet. Yeah. Who are also similar to you. And, and you'll get then to do you'll get to what, so what you you're be. doing not actually works out. Don't worry about it. Let's crack on and do something else. There you are then. See, there's top advice there from Lou Whitmore. That's where and, I see and, it. And that's, and that's paid off dividends for you? Well, yeah, I've blagged it my whole life. <laughs> I've left school with nothing other than a swimming test. So Yeah, and now look at you. Now look at me. Still got my swimming test. <laughs> <laughs> Only certificate you'll ever need. See, this will rely on you if there's a flood. Yeah, I can swim. See, everybody trying to get their way to Lou. Yeah, as long as I don't have some sort of like lid out attack because I'm a bit dyspraxic. But no, yeah, it's good. All good. All good. All good in the hood. So, what have you been up to then? Have you signed up? Oh, I've been. I've actually just finished watching something that's probably everyone's already know about, but I found it on. I've got the Now TV. The Now TV. Yeah, yeah. And and I sort of binged on it, and it was called Curfew. So Curfew is from the makers of Pinky Peaky Blinders. All oh, right, okay. But obviously Peaky Blinders is set sort of like 1940s, 30s, 40s. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. but the soundtrack's very it's, it's Jack White, it's Jack, mm. you know, the White Stripes and yeah. um Arctic Monkeys, so it's yeah. just so cool. They've done it. So it's a, the writers of it, so I thought, "Oh, this must be good." So I have watched the whole lot in a couple of days, only eight eight episodes, forty right. minutes. So it's quite okay. easy to do. Yeah, and um, it's set in. It's called Curfew because there's been an outbreak. So it's, what's annoying because there's zombies involved, but the zombies aren't too involved, so it's not too bad. <laughs> um, there's an outbreak, and everybody's got this like really weird co- illness, which turns you into a zombie, and then you've got to get away from them. And the zombies come out at night, so everyone needs to be in their home by nine p.m. Okay. The the 
government stroke police stroke army have gone a bit rogue and they'll just shoot you down they've got no, the, the law's gone a bit weird it's all gone a bit weird but it's set in present day mm-hmm. and it's basically this billionaire has this island and he does like these illegal races like so it's a bit like wacky races Right. Do you remember that cartoon? Oh, I loved it. And they actually referenced Wacky Races on the last episode. And I was thinking, this is like Wacky, wacky Races. So, you know, they're mm. all different cars. Yeah. And one of the lead actors in it is Billy Zane from Billy Zane. Yes, I remember Billy. Yeah, so Billy Zane, who sort of like used to be this really, um, really good psychiatrist. And he's gone a bit off the wall YouTuber doing crazy stunts. And he's basically mm. in a camper van with other comedians, like doing stupid things really chills we're gonna get it but he really yeah. wants to win so basically they all have to like get these secret coordinates to find out where to get to the race where this and they all start in london and the race ends in scotland so basically it's a race up the country and it's probably about start starts off with like probably about 30 races and it ends up with like five right because so they get shot they get all uh, right okay it's, it's good it's, it's I, I enjoyed it. There's, it's a bit slow in some bits because they're doing yeah. backstories to make me think that they're going to have season after season after mm. season. So it, it's it's very clever. Right. And I did enjoy it, but I, I prefer the wacky racy bit to the backstory <laughs> bit. So, if so you skip get through, all that lot. Man, yeah. You've got to watch it, but it's a, bit, it's a little bit dull. But mm. if you can get through that, it is clever interesting and i really enjoyed it so, yeah. so another top tip there from lou curfew curfew, curfew. and curfew. it was on sky so if you've got sky or if you can yeah. get it download it probably stream it now yeah so, um you yeah probably don't cool. do it on ketchup yeah i haven't done i haven't done you watch telly though do you no <laughs> <laughs> no because we're still in the flaming garden oh. <laughs> i need to do my garden i'm gonna do it this weekend oh yeah i'm just gonna I've clean got, it no we're just gonna uh, we're having the wall built uh this weekend, that's going to be finished off. And then I started looking at uh, hot tubs. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think I've seen a really, really Club nice Tropicana. one. Oh, just. And, and then Chris uh, said, why don't we put, for a laugh, you can put like an optics by the side of this fence. Yeah, yeah. So you, nobody has to get out the yeah. sauna. But I'm, th- I'm thinking, I don't want to be in a, in a pool like this close with other people. I can just see so me you sitting doing, Are you getting one for two people? No, no, we we got a five seater because obviously I want, I'm long. I've got long legs, so I want to take oh, yeah, a longer yeah. room. Yeah. Um. So yes, that's what that's what we're going to aim for. So next, my plan is that in two years' time, get rid of the kids. They can yeah. go and live wherever. I don't care where they live. They can go and live wherever. Well, this wherever. is it. Yeah, 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 and yeah, then, yeah. And then I can get the hot tub in. Get a really nice one. Ah. Oh. I've seen a lovely one for about three grand. So you're not doing it for a while now. You've put it no, on hold. Put it on hold. Otherwise, we won't get rid of them. But they'll come visit. Yeah, but they can come and visit, but they ain't moving back in. <laughs> Do so, they look like they're on their way to moving out no, soon? But, no, <laughs> but I'm dropping hints. It's, it's harder now, I think. Oh, no, because I, w- I was 19 when I bought my first house. Right. And when I bought my first house, Haven't Road North End, okay. two up, two down, one of the flat-fronted jobbies, yeah. um, I feel I bought it for like 21000 Right. So to save up your 10% deposit, was probably a year's worth of saving, mm, mm. which was, and I was on a 7,000 lifeguard right. wage. So I don't know. I think it's harder now. The prices are so expensive. Yeah, the wages have gone up a bit, haven't they? No, I'm yeah. I'm not deterring them. I'm yeah, but saying... I imagine a lifeguard's wage is not, it's probably, what, 20, 18 to 20. So not a lot compared mm. to what the prices of these houses are. Yeah, but they can rent. Oh, they it's can... dead money, isn't it? No, it's not. They, 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 they need it. 
they need to go <laughs> need to get out need to have that freedom yeah. I, just, I want to come in into a house you know and there's yeah not, there's no cups left yeah on the side, i know what you mean and there's no like 400 would you, would you not get empty nest and feel sad no <laughs> i've got a dog we've got dogs yeah so even better get out of my house yeah i don't know I, I, was, I was okay like, elliot, when elliot left home it was like you're okay with me leaving home mum yeah <laughs> please around the corner it's fine yeah yeah <laughs> and he rings me every day so that's all good yeah, yeah no so, cool. so yeah so as soon as, they, as soon as they're out that's my plan so we're gonna mm. have the i just said to chris look we'll do the garden just to get it done quick so we can use it but then when they've gone yeah and i've started putting notes on boards and, and leaving areas so they, they see it. So psychologically, they're thinking, I've got to go. I've got to go. Well, you could put like um, a hot tub fund pot up. Yeah. So I've, put, I've got a big letter. <laughs> it's on the side of our wall where they, where they, near where we cook. It's got uh, number one, no kids. Number two, hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Time slowly. Or could you not downsize so there's no room? <laughs> That's the other thing that we said. Was if, if once they move out, we're going to sell, sell the house so by one bedroom. Back. Yeah, one yeah. bedroom property. Yeah, yeah. And then they can That's what I want to do really quickly because I know our guests just turned up. Yeah. Is I right? I think my I think re, my kids are quite keen to move out. They seem to be quite on it. They want to get yeah. on with their life and they want to go. Good. Um, but when Ruby hits sort of like eighteen, nineteen, I want to get rid of my house and get like a base somewhere, like a two bed flat or something somewhere, Yurt. anywhere, wherever. And then mm. I want to live in different cities for a month at a time. All right. But I want to take my dog. You can take the dogs. Yeah, so um, I'll have to work out how I can go yeah. and what Smuggling. they're allowed to do. Can I tell you a really funny story go really on, quickly? Um, I was talking about this to a friend of mine who was going to emigrate to Africa. Uh-huh. Okay. So she's a lovely, lovely girl. She's got this dog called Hendrix. It's, it's like a, a cockapoo, something like that. I don't mm. know. I only know squash nose dogs. And so basically I said, well, how do you take your dog to Africa with you. She goes, well, I've got the passport, dog passport, got all the injections, got everything done. You get a soft carrier and the soft carrier goes under your seat and the dog stays in that soft carrier, 13 hour flight. I said, well, what about toilets? Yeah. And things like that. Well, there's not a lot you can do. Halfway through, so halfway through the flight, the dogs obviously had an upset stomach, diarrhea everywhere. So she's basically walked the dog through to the tiny little cabin obviously you can't have the dog poo smell in a, an airplane no, no walk the t- it was just smell like the gravy dinner that's coming out in it <laughs> walk walk the dog through to the cabin yeah and said all she had was the sanitizer hand sanitizer and the tiny little paper she didn't think of wet ones stuff like she shouldn't have it with yeah. her so she's trying to sort this out as soon as the dog opens up what do dogs do shake shake there was <laughs> shit flying everywhere she's telling me all over the cabin floor all over everything all over her and she said it was like a film from a comedy from come from a comedy film but she had to sort of deal with that but there is ways of doing it that they can mm. stay with you in the flight and yeah. go under the seat now so oh. obviously if you had a massive take. massive dog you'd have to go under. yeah like, yeah like a newfoundland you'd have to buy two seats <laughs> but, um, no i couldn't do that i think the, the airplane in the poor little dog's ears oh. the pressure I think you check ev- check everything check everything out. Yeah. But I think if you're going to emigrate and you want to take your dog and you don't want to put the dog underneath, then yeah. And the, it might be dog. better for the dog to be with you. I don't know. Yeah. It's maybe getting little earplugs. I don't know. <laughs> so we can watch on the screen. Yeah, yeah. getting some like you know. Yeah, but a doggy porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can just sit there just chilling out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With some headphones on. <laughs> oh, it's a bit difficult though, isn't it? Because I keep saying to Chris, I could quite easily move abroad. 
I could quite easily do it. I could just say, right, pack up, let's yeah, sell up and let's get out. Yeah, it's tricky though because the parents and you need to be there for them. Yeah, but you can always get a flight back, can't you? But it's obviously yeah. you need to make a career for yourself. And you can't, you exactly, you can't live for other people. No, you've got to do it yourself. Yeah. So, But yeah. I think what I said to her is uh, if I get myself a hot tub, maybe it'll, it'll stop Feel me from like thinking you are... I want to go away. Yeah. And I could stay in. I like your logic. Yeah, one bedroom place, if anyone's yeah, got yeah. any properties like that, send them our way. Nice. And then, um, yeah. Well, we can have a little plans. look and see, see where to get it. So, no kids. You have to let, let us know your future plans if you've got any ideas yeah. of what you're going to do and what you want to do when the kids leave home or if you never want them to leave. You never leave me. Oh. You're here forever. But, yeah, you've got to let them fly away. Yeah, you've got to. I mean, he's, he, the lad's, I mean, he's a good lad. He's yeah. 25. And he's helping you do the garden. So yeah. He's still quite young, really. No, he's not. That's 25. I was. I moved oh, out no, when I was, I was 19. 19 yeah. But I think it's different. I and think then it's the, different the girl's nearly 20. Yeah, it's so still quite young. Go. Go. Really? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Send them. I keep. Like, I used to get them uh, leaflets sent from the RAF and the Army and the Navy. Yeah, <laughs> the to the world. Career, career, career paths. <laughs> I'd go and do it if I were yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Or I keep saying to him, you should go to Australia. I mean, you learn loads of money being a brickie. Oh, well, Germany. I've watched Alfie's Zane Pet. Oh, Germany, there you go. <laughs> One of my favourite programmes of all time, Alfie's Zane Pet. Yeah, just go, do your thing, get out. Yeah. And then think of Dazzy's hot tub. <laughs> Oh, we're having nice. a bar. I'm having, I'm having lights over the top of it. We're doing everything. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's up from us. So we're going to talk to our guest now. Yeah. Right. So we, we'll be talking to Alex Dutton uh, all about mini ravers. If you haven't heard about them, it's a brilliant idea. Yeah. And it's going almost, well, it's going national. Who's going to tell Fabulous. about this? Been thinking about cosmetic surgery, fancier skin tightening, fat reduction, or hair removal treatment? Maybe you'd like a hair transplant. Surgeons, doctors and practitioners deliver safe, ethical surgical procedures. Veins treated at a fraction of the price of private hospitals. We love acne and ageing skin problems. Local, discreet, trusted, caring. That's what you'll get from the team at Changes Clinic. Pop in for a bit of a change. Still you, just better. Call 02392 382000 or www.changesclinic.co.uk Right, it's time for our, our latest guest in for this week. Uh, he is, um, I'm trying to how you can describe yourself, Al. What, what are you? Uh, beautiful. That's, <laughs> we'll that's go a, with loose, that. a loose term, that is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you see, you, mini ravers. That's yes. what you come here to talk about. Yeah. Um, but first of all, because Lou's never fully met you. No, I don't think I, we've no, met you. mutual friends, but yeah, not, never sort of met yeah. you personally. So... Alex, from my experience, well, I first met Alex when you were with a certain gentleman yes. doing, a, doing run around, semi managing a boy band. Yeah, well, yeah, very loosely. Um, I've done sort of a lot of touring stuff over the years, and then um, moved into fashion and t-shirt printing. I've done sort of celebrity contracts for sort of MTV staff like uh, Geordie Shaw, mm. you know, members of that. Um, and then eventually started a DJ business. Well, to be fair, as I say, started as a very loose term. It was a drunk mm. idea, and it sort of panned <laughs> out for the best. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, but so yeah, I've done sort of a few things over over the years. Yeah, so, so that's him. That's him, Lou. Nice, nice. Yeah. So he's uh, and then we we started. I mean, obviously from when the the band used to come in. That's and, right. And yeah. What was the band? We're not allowed to say. Uh, yeah, MAD. Oh, I remember you telling me, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. it's... It um, crazy, that did it. Yeah, they've they, they done really well, to be fair. Like, I remember when he come to me at the time, and he's like, I'm going to start a boy band. And I was like, <laughs> it's never going to work. Like, it was pop punk, it was alternative, yeah. it was that sort of era. And fair dues, he, he, he got me wrong, right? He got a top 10 single with him. He wow. toured him within six months. I mean, I think they turned over hundreds of thousands. I mean, in the space mm. of a year, it was insane. Wow. Like, he went from living in 
sort of a little rundown place into yeah. everything within 12 and months. And this was the lead singer? Or the uh, no, this was... The manager. Uh, yeah. The manager. Uh, yeah, he was, he was a rather lucky bloke. I mean, he before money. He was one of those sort of stories that I really got on well with him. Best man at the wedding. And he was a genuine guy, but money sometimes changes people and that oh. sort, of, sort of changed him from there, to be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's um, <laughs> all a learning experience. But yeah, no, he, to be fair, he, he proved me wrong. We've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. We've all got the t-shirt, haven't we? We've all got the t-shirt. So it brings you right up to date. So you, you started DJing and stuff like that. Yeah, well, to be, I was in a band still. I, I was really loved all sort of the bandy stuff. What was um, your band then? Uh, we were a pop punk band uh, called Cure the Disaster. This was when I was 19, 20. Um, and we'd done relative success. Like we toured with Wheatus, went up and down the country. Wow. Um, and eventually my wife, uh, I've been with her for 18 years. But when we was 20, she was 19, she fell pregnant. And at that point it was, I can't go around. There's no money in this. I've got a kid to provide yeah. for. So that sort of all, all jacked in from there. Um, but when I sort of got a bit older, the kids were growing up, started this sort of covers band, bought in a PA system. And one of my friends went, oh, can you uh, DJ my, my daughter's birthday party? And I was like, yeah, you know what, I can. <laughs> so I, I know I, what they're yeah, into. I know, I know what, I've never seen it before. So I went onto eBay and found the cheapest controller and it was £32 and I've still got it. It's tucked away in, my, in, in sort of my office at home and it was £32 and I got it, plugged it in and I was like, Play. Oh, look at this. I'm a DJ. Oh, the song's running out. Play. Oh, look, I'm good at this. See, Darren, I told you it was easy. Yeah, and that, you that's, said. that's yeah. generally how I started. And my mates were like, oh, that's so cool. You're DJing. And I'm like, I know. I'm so good at this. Play. You know. So it's evolved. Yeah, I mean, 100%. Like, Liam Howes, he, to be fair, fair credit to him. When I first started, I used to nag him and you as well, Darren, and everyone, like, give me a gig. Give me a chance. Give me a gig. And I started building a name for my, myself, mainly doing kids' entertainment. I don't personally like doing sort of like 30th birthdays or weddings. They're not, no, well, that's not, Darren's yeah. bag, isn't it? It is. Like Darren's done stuff for me and he gets great reviews. But like, <laughs> yeah, complaints. Kids party, you just, get to, you just get to be a child and just mess around for a couple of hours. Um, and uh, Liam eventually sort of got hold of me and I, I followed him around for like two months. And every time he was in Tiger, I used to go down there and sort of watch how he would do these elaborate club mixes. And then over at sort of library and I just kept going to every so book and he'd done So when Liam used to do Tiger, it was like a bit trouble. Um, like Tropicana sort of like 80s yeah, sort of like 90s, different noise. yeah, yeah. No, I love that stuff like I mean for a big yeah. tattooed bloke I love the bit <laughs> like I, that, that is, it's ridiculous so saying this so you, looking at you to, to describe you you've got tattoos over your hands you're on your neck so you yeah. covered all in your arms or she got yeah, top got on full sleeves, so when you turn up to do a kid's um, DJ, do they think, wow, you're oh, cool, yeah, or do you get yeah, the, the odd mixed bag? I mean, nowadays people sort of know us by reputation, so it's not too bad, but especially when I first started, the, the mums are normally okay, they're normally quite relaxed, but you see the dad at the side of the room giving that ponder look, going, There's no way this is the guy that's going to be doing what, <laughs> what, what they said they're going to do. And then by the end of it, it you they're know, all, it's they're all, all yeah, dancing. 100%. I mean, it's, don't be wrong. I, I don't think I, I thought I was going to be a big band person, and that's why I got this much coverage. And yeah, but you like if you like tattoos, you like tattoos. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew that I've, I've never really been one for. It sounds really pompous, or the wrong way I'm saying it, but I, I knew that I didn't want to work for somebody else, and I've been in that mindset since I was like 17, yeah, 18. Yeah. I just I didn't like the structure. So same thing for like doing a wedding. I don't like that structure, that mundaneness of going day in day out. <laughs> yeah. And I knew that from a young age. I was very hands on, very practical, not really. 
really sort of theory sit down and work everything out so i knew that i wanted to do creative stuff and at that point i was like it doesn't matter if i get my hands tattooed i'm not going to be working in an office i'm not going to be working for insurance but companies or say, <laughs> saying that now i think it's a lot more relaxed mm. i know we're going off on a tangent really quickly but i just think i just don't think i wouldn't if i was employing someone i wouldn't bother me if i they had a tattoo. not at all yeah covered in tattoos myself but you know it's 100 i mean my first job was in a call center and i'd only just started getting tattoos i think it's sort of the ones on my lower wrist and I remember the manager going, you can't have your tattoos. We have oh, because I see yeah. it through the phone. Yeah, they worked with like big <laughs> banks. Well, they worked with banks and the client visit. And they're like, if they come in and see that, then we could lose a contract. And I'm thinking, you can't lose a contract because you've got four little stars on my wrist. Like, it's, <laughs> but I mean, this was going back to 2007. But yeah. even so, it was so different back then to sort yeah. of the stigma yeah. with it, I think. Yeah, now it's just commonplace, isn't it? Oh, Where it is, go. yeah. You know, the, the girls are smothered as much as the blokes now. Oh, 100%, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or was it neutral gender neutral everyone is I think we need to get you tattooed Daz it's alright we need to get you tattooed I think can't take pain it's alright <laughs> we can get numbing stuff you can numb the skin can you yeah 100% right. Right. doesn't I want, hurt I'll, anyway I'll have Alex depends where you get it done oh, <laughs> oh, yeah I suppose so I remember when I got my throat done and it's a oh. weird thing so they stretch your skin yeah. as they do it oh. so you sort of lie back and over the bed and you try not to choke oh, yeah I was trying not to choke and my wife was standing there with a camera phone laughing filming me <laughs> while sort of choking sort of <laughs> hanging over the back of the bed anyway <laughs> yeah, fun no, times so yeah. baby raves <laughs> So many Maybe what's the t- tell me what what's the age group? What's the premise? What? So it it all started when um, you when all we, had babies. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, not like with the mobile stuff. Obviously, we've done a lot of birthday parties, so we sort of built the name for ourselves and that. And then my company directly started something called Party Animals because customers kept coming to us saying, look, we want to do something fun with our kids in the half term. We want them to be entertained, but we don't want it to cost a bomb. Mm. Um, So we put one on sale in um, East New Community Centre and I think it was about 100 capacity and we sold out in two days. And we thought, this is a bit like... Easy. Yeah, didn't see this coming. (laughs) This this was easy. Like We'd bought our bouncy castles. We had the assets. It was just turn up and do what we do. Yeah. So we done one and... And what was do what you do? What did you um, do? So... Like you've probably been to kids' parties before, yeah, yeah. Um, and you sometimes see the DJ. They sort of stand behind the desk and do. Now we want to see you move your hands. Right. The premise that we had is we wanted to be not just stood, but we didn't want that booth to be a barrier. We wanted to really interact with the kids. So we went out in two-person teams. Yeah. And sort of we'd press play, and then we'd all go out. We'd dance with the kids. We'd really get them engaged. You do something like you take a nightclub, for example, like Pop World. Yeah. When you gala, free from desire, or a football crowd, you get them jumping. Yeah. But yeah. We, we took that same premise for the uh-huh. kids. And we just got okay. them really involved. Shot confetti cannons over, used wow, phone machines. Yeah. And, you know, it was if we'd done a game, we wouldn't just give them a, a penny sweet. We'd give them big proper prizes like badges and lanyards and big packets of sweets. And so, yeah. so it was really, it, we so lost it was a like lot of money was, at first on prizes. Was... <laughs> <laughs> lost a lot of money. But so it, it was that sort of thing. It was just trying to en- really engage the kids. And that was the way we'd done it. And we found that if you got the parents engaged by the type of music, which was that 90s noughties, yeah. um, the parents sort Enjoyed of relaxed, it. they sang mm-hmm. along, then the kids saw them relax and sing along, and it, it sort of all went there. So we'd done the first party animals, and it sold out. So we thought, oh, we'll try our luck, and we'll put another one on. And that sold out as well. Then customers come to us and said, look, come to Gospel. And we thought, all right, we'll, we'll do that. But we'd done this basically run of dates where we'd done two in Portsmouth, one in Cosham, one in Gospel, one in Fareham, and they all sold out. And it made a bit of a name, and we kept doing these over the half term. Then Liam Munns and Liam Howes sort of phoned me up and went, 
we see what you're doing. We like this. <laughs> and in fact, they both booked a meeting with me individually where Munza went, oh, we want to um, I, I do this sort of thing with you and we'll do sort of a rave and we'll take it to a nightclub. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. Let, you know, let me think about it. And a week later, Hal's phoned me up. Let's have a meeting. I want to take it to a nightclub. Let's make it a rave. So I put them in a group chat. I said, look, we've all got the same idea. Let's sort of give it a go. They're best friends. Oh, yeah, they are. They're, they're, they're like dumb and dumber. That's the best way that everyone describes them. Everyone describes them. And yeah, so we, we sort of booked the first one. Um, I phoned up Darren, being like, Darren, we're trying this new thing. Can you promote us and sort of get us on air? Um, and we sort of put it on Facebook and we wanted to exclusively in Pop World because it was that relaxed, yeah, yeah, it's that yeah. relaxed, friendly vibe. It's bright, it's vibrant. Mm. Um, the strict rules were no alcohol. You know, we know some of these rave things yeah, serve yeah. like no alcohol yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and it was just good, family friendly fun. It sold out within, I think, five days. We sold 400 tickets. Yeah, wow. And we sat back that going, wasn't that wow. long ago? What, a couple of years? Uh, no, that was actually only. I think it was, it was last nine, year. Yeah, it was, it last year. it was about 11 months ago since wow. we've done the first ever one. Yeah. And yeah, just bang, sold out in four days. So what sort of time of day did you do it? What was the... Uh, so talk us through it. If I've never been, you're selling me a ticket. Right, okay. So um, normally it's around... If we do, like Portsmouth, we'll do two in a day. So yeah. we'll do a morning one, for example, from 11 till 1, and then an afternoon, maybe two till sort of four. So we yeah. get that little time off. But they're two-hour slots. Yeah. Um, so when they turn up, they're greeted downstairs with mascots that walk up and down the line, yeah. giving out sort of foam sticks. I think we had uh, Olaf doing the last one and, you know, just big sort of characters. Um, giving characters out they know. Yeah, characters. Yeah. yeah, it's all ki- it's all about the kids. So it's all about, yeah. the, you know, the, the familiarities that they can sort of go, I like that film and that's from that yeah, one, yeah, that's yeah. from that. So they sort of walk up and down the line. We'll give out sort of stickers. We'll give out sweets. We'll give out glow sticks because they're normally UV parties. Yeah. Um, then they sort of go upstairs and they've got sort of 10, 15 minutes just to sort of settle, have a bit of a dance with their mum. They can get their face painted. They can get some popcorn and candy floss. Um, one of our friends, we said Ruben, he's a um, fantastic yeah, yeah. DJ. He sort of goes and sort of warms it up with sort of chart-friendly house music. Yeah. Um, then we sort of crack on with the entertainment, really. So we'll bring out brand new mascots and characters. We'll do party dances, um, confetti drops, Um real just sort of uh, so it's like a grown up version of a kid's fun. 100% yeah, yeah 100% so you don't do the games you don't do the silly no I mean you, you can do the dances like you can do the cha-cha slide yeah. and the Superman dance yeah. but where there's so many people you can't really do a game as such because yeah. you sort of when you're on that sort of you've obviously been to Pop World you've no got sort of, oh, you've never been to Pop World <laughs> I'm really old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you need to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm me, I'm me. Have you been to Pop World? No, have I, L? No, 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 we've no. never been in there. Uh, we'll, we'll sort it out. We'll, we'll take a team <laughs> visit down. But um, So there's sort of a stage on there. But when you, you, it's sort of like a festival. Like You just see up to a sea of people. You can't, I get you. You can't really do entertainment as such a vast thing. Yes, it's thing. like a proper sort of like, this is getting you into yeah. this sort of nice friendly yeah. let's get off the iPads it's getting and dance yeah. and, but with your mum and dad 100%. and what age group are you aiming at we've we've had kids there that's as young as four months old that wow. come in there sort of little <laughs> independence um, we normally say up to about 11 years old yeah. is sort of where if you get older than that it's, just it's like a school it's disco where yeah. the kids just stand Awkward. at the side of the room on their mobile phones yeah. and that's not really the vibe that we sort yeah. of go for it's all about high energy yeah um, and, and you're introducing them to different music. Yeah, I mean, like, 
back to Liam Howes again. I'm, I will shut up <laughs> by him. But he had the idea of doing like the 90s rave. Obviously, he does Decadia and it's all about that sort of rave vibe over there. So we done sort of this where the, the rave side comes into it. We sort of do a 25-minute slot and it's about halfway through the party where we'll sort of dim down all the lights. So it's just the UV lights going. Um, we'll give out big foam sticks, big glow sticks, uh, neon wristbands, neon face paints. We'll go around putting dots in everyone's face. And we basically do a 25 minute hit at like club classics. So it's like Better Off Alone, Zombie Nation, uh, Play <laughs> so the Long So the parents night. are going mental. The parents yeah. are going mental. And the kids mental. are going, whoa, look at that. You'd be surprised. Like, the, the kids just see that parent <laughs> going and then they'll sort of join in and go I for it. I love that. But the, so it's a great bonding. A hundred percent. Like my kids come to mini ravers. My yeah. um. And they have to pay. <laughs> well, I've got one profit somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, my four-year-old, he, he loves it. He just sort of sees it as the fun. But my eldest is nine and my middle one's eight. No, seven. Seven. Um, and they come up on stage and they join in. They grab the glow sticks and foam sticks. They jump around so and dance. give it and help you. If I can impress my own kids doing it, then it's easier to sort of see it from other people. Because as a dad, it's always... In- I'm not going to embarrass them, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I mean, we made the mistake. I remember the first mini rave we've ever done, and the one mistake we all came away with is we've done the rave for too long. We now know Uh, that 20 to 25 minutes is that happy space. But the first time, we've done it for like, it must have been just over an hour, and it was too long. And halfway through, people were just leaving. They didn't want it. They'd had enough of it. You know, so um, twenty minutes. They come in, they settle in, they do their Ruben Stitson yeah. DJ extraordinaire. Oh yes, set up. Then the and then you dances. have and then you have the um the and then you have your rave. No, then and then the, you finish on the rave. Do you? Uh, yeah, well, it's sort of. So they come in, they have the warm up. Then they'll do the party dances. Oh, know, right, the cha cha side with yeah, the yeah. mascots coming yeah. out. Then we'll do the rave. Yeah. After the rave, we'll have two other brand new mascots coming out where we'll do maybe another party dance. And then it's basically sort of Disney songs till the end. Those really yeah, familiar sort of ones, mainly for the kids. So yeah. The Greatest Showman, Moana, yeah. Toy Story, mm. just sort of sing-along classics so like more calm than anything. Calm down, calm down. Yeah, <laughs> After all the sweets they've had, yeah. lining up. Yeah. It, it, it's the candy floss. It makes them hyper as anything. And that tidy up yeah. after. <laughs> now you've got the um, so the, the uh, popcorn, if I'm right, and also the candy floss. It's all free, isn't it? Um, we do one serving free uh, with yeah. a ticket. Um, yeah. And then it's chargeable thereafter. Mm. It's We try and do that as an incentive to cover costs. I mean, face painting's free as well. We don't charge yeah. for the face painting there. Um, but also to tell them not to have so much, maybe. Or... Yeah, I mean, we learned, like, when we first started doing the party animals, we learned that if you say it's free the whole way, people will literally... You, you have it. Yeah, you have nothing left. Yeah. You know, the face paint is doing face paints and then glitter tattoos on one arm, one on the other hand, a face paint on the hand. Yeah. And you're sat there thinking, this is it's too much. The queue's mm. going all the way down mm. of people getting mm. five or six things and five yeah. or six portions, yeah. and it takes it away from that main entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, no, so do it at the beginning. Do it at the beginning. And then if they want a drink or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you normally find that as soon as they get that voucher in the hand, that's the hardest thing that we found is they will rush to use that as quick as they can. They'll run to that face paint line. Mm. They'll run to that tuck shop and they will get that free serving or free face paint as soon as they can. So when Ruben's doing that opener, is all hands on deck, just getting through that queue, getting that serving done <laughs> as quick as you can, yeah. just so you haven't got a huge line sort of venting around yeah, Pop sure. World. Yeah. So how many how many people do you have at Raves now? What's your, what's your capacity for a session? Twenty thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. In a warehouse. Um, <laughs> Portsmouth is three hundred. Uh, Guildford is three hundred and fifty. Wow. Um, we're launching in Southampton on the next run, and that's two hundred and fifty capacity venues. 
um, we, we've got plans. We want to go big. And mm. we, you're probably going to look at me because I don't think I've even spoke to you about this. But <laughs> like, we've always wanted to do a really big one, right? And at the moment, we can comfortably sell out two, 300 capacities in Portsmouth on the same day. And we think we can push a third. So the idea is next summer, we would love to go to the Guildhall and take over the main room of the Guildhall during mm. the day. We can have bounce castles around the side, which mm. we can't have a pop world because mm. it's upstairs, yeah. and do a one-time massive event in, in the Guildhall. They would love that. It, it, if we could pull it off, it would be great. But for me, I, I, I was I struggled with money for years, and looking at the running costs and stuff like that, when like it's crazy so I, I get a bit apprehensive about that but I yeah. know that the ticket sales could be there if we sometimes you if, have to take the leap though yeah and the Guildhall were very friend, very helpful oh Craig's lovely down there yeah, yeah. Like, I've very, done a fair um, few bits in before yeah I mean if we could do it it, it would be uh, it'd be phenomenal it would be yeah yeah and, it, and, and it would be a regular event yeah easy because you know what Pompey's like oh did you go you know it's the same way we did ticket offers and things yeah. like this yeah you, you, you know you have so many entries for people to get older their families because it's, it's family time yeah, yeah. And that's that's what the quality about yeah. it is. As you say, we've done school discos, mate. And yeah. And all they're doing is just standing there, taking selfies for half hour, and then they'll so come in and wave, and then they're off again. How, yeah. So obviously you're catering for eleven and under. Yeah. This whole and then obviously we, when we grew up, mm. it was easier to get into nightclubs. I I started clubbing at fourteen. Yeah. Because we didn't have this whole. It wasn't so. It's like eighty eight, eighty seven, yeah. eighty six. That sort of era, we could get in without the whole ID getting into it. Just see what I'm yeah. saying, right? So basically, I could start... I wasn't drinking. I was going in there for the music and dancing. Yeah. And it was all about that. I wasn't getting off with Johnny next door. I was yeah. just literally going from 14, enjoying the music, like really having a brilliant time. Yeah. And then obviously just going home yeah. safely with a group of mates. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean so it's, it's sort of like that to So you can't... Yeah, it is for your one, but you can't... So now you have to be 18 to go clubbing. So from the age of 11 to 18, there's this, like, this massive void where they're absolutely running riot. <laughs> yeah. But it's so hard. It's so it hard, hard to cater like, for that age we're group. We are talking about get low beforehand. And yeah. When you try and cater for that age group, sometimes it can be really challenging. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm quite fussy at the type of work that I deal with. And yeah. I, I, I don't deal with 16, 17, 18-year-old parties because I know how bad they can be. But mm. you're encouraging a new wave coming up the ranks yeah. of under 11. Yeah that know how to uh, etiquette for the rave. They know what they're doing. They accept <laughs> it. So maybe I'm thinking in a couple of years' time as they get older, you've got these kids coming up that know what they're expected of them, what they're going to do. You're yeah. teaching them the right way rather than to go in there and cause a riot and yeah, destroy then, yeah. the toilets. And if, the... if you're 13 you ain't gonna, or 14, you ain't going to be standing around dancing with your old man or your old woman, No, 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 no. No, 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 you won't. But you've already been... You've been going to a mini rave from the age of four to eleven, mm, but still, not it's time happen. to. No, but you wouldn't be going <laughs> no. with your mum and dad. But you might be able to think be a bit more. It might yeah, be a good way. No, of t- they no? change, don't they? That that's that brain <laughs> slot changes, and they become horrible. It's, it's boys will be boys. Like yeah. oh, we've done it before, and you know we well you you know it's. It's just a hard age. It's a very hard. Which very, is very shame because they've got obviously nothing. It'd to be do. brilliant to do it, but yeah. you'd, you'd have to have proper security. Yeah, uh, when they come stun in. guns. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. seriously, yeah, people with bats, cattle prods. Uh, just, yeah. oh, honestly, <laughs> I mean, you you can take the most be so over cautious, and people yeah. if they want to sneak something into one of these events, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, going to yeah. do it's it. Hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It is extremely yeah. hard to do. Yeah. You can't police. You can't it's search them. It's such a shame because they're ruining it themselves, aren't they? Really? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. They got such a laugh. What's what's the uh, the big goal for you there now? And 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 the uh, the two limpets. 
leeches that um, you've got bleeding <laughs> off you. To be fair, like, obviously, you know, I, I do quite a lot. I've got the new print mm. business, which is going yeah. quite well, Ports of Party and Mini Ravers. To me, it, it was never really an end goal. Like, I, I love working. I'm My wife hates it, but I'm such a workaholic. And I just want to have that, not even success for other people's eyes, but I just mm. want to feel like I've achieved something. That's the main thing for me. Yeah. It's not about how much money I got in the bank. It's not about anything like that. It's just I want to have work for myself, be self-sufficient. Mm. If I can employ a few of my mates and we run a good business and we have these family raves and do these birthday parties and all stuff like that, I'm, I'm content with that. Mm. That's that more than enough for me. Yeah. So what would be your, your ultimate party night? Oh... Oh, I don't know. Because you know I've got an idea in my head about what I want to do. Tell me what you want to so, do. Oh, no, I can't tell you. It's business venture. But, um, <laughs> I mentioned it before. I'm saying what But no, so, so yours? Um, I don't know. Like To be fair, like uh, people look at Pop World and they go, ooh, Pop World. I love Pop World, right, on a night out. So I'm the resident there on a Saturday night. Okay. And the, the manager, when I came in, said, I want you to run this nightclub <laughs> like a kid's pie. Right. Mm. <laughs> Last Saturday, we done build a mummy on stage. So the drunks came up, and you had to wrap each other in <laughs> toilet roll. The one who built the best mummy got a bottle of bubbly. Um, done like air guitars and wind bottles, and you could play the most. Like, to me, that's Bring a proper party. Yeah, yeah they, they, <laughs> we did. We done a nineties rave for adults. They, they, we sort of took that mini ravers formula and done yeah. it on Bank Holiday Sunday. We we crammed the place full of three hundred people on the Bank Holiday Sunday, which they never do. Mm. And we had a good old fashioned rave for three hours. You know, <laughs> I, generally, I I just so it's I a good like formula. Yeah, I I like doing jobs which aren't very. Which is just more fun. I don't like, let's say, well, I'm not a wedding DJ. I don't like that structure, that routine, even for an evening function. My perfect party Well, you might is... want to do that that for Maybe, a wedding. Yeah, they I mean, might love it. Maybe, I don't know. Just dress up the mother in the mother of the bride as a mummy. And yeah. a... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the first ever wedding I've done, they wanted a limp sync battle during their wedding. And that was quite a laugh, to be fair. Um, and down the line, I might change my mind on it. But for now, just I, I like mm. my perfect party is just fully engaged. There's no rules. There's no music policy. Yeah. I hate venues that say, "Oh, you can't play this and you can't play that." Let the DJ be the DJ. Get you can get that atmosphere going. Mm. You can run that entertainment. You know that's that's a perfect party. Yeah. See, the, nice. the future. The future's mini ravers and yeah. and and, and, and rave on people. and rave on. There you are. And, and say, I will explain <laughs> All right, again. buddy. As, as, as before. <laughs> Okay, we keep trying to get Dad to come down to the rave. We can, we can paint you green and you can be the big green giant. No, you're okay, Tom. Oh, come on, it'll be fun. No, no. I did say that the last one, it was in the Guildhall, um, doing Pop World. I said, oh, I'll pop across during the lunch. But then it was like, no, I can, I can when, go there or I can go to When's bed. the next one? When's the, what's so the, the how next, can they book in? The next one's in July. Um, yeah. We was going to do one in May, but we thought we'd just done one. Let's sort of push it over. So July's the next one. So we got the 29th of July in Portsmouth, um, then the 30th in Guildford, 31st in, no, I was going to say Eastbourne, but I might be wrong. Is it East, Eastbourne, Eastbourne? Eastbourne, yeah. And then the 1st of August in Southampton. Um, tickets are from miniravers.com, um, or you can sort of look on our Facebook page and get, get the tickets on there, which is Mini Ravers. We'll, we'll link everything down in our show notes. Mm. It's, good, it's a really, really good idea. Now, I've seen all the videos that the kids are having, a, and the parents, the whole family, which is what I, I said to Al, it's a brilliant idea, because we've always said about this, turn your bloody phones off and get with your family and, and you know turn that crap away. Get away from that shite. And then, yeah. But this is brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's, it's lovely. It's just family-friendly fun. Like, it's yeah. making memories with it. Like I say, for my kids alone, the amount of memories they've got are now coming to these parties and getting involved and... You know, and friends, kids, and 
people who like I remember the first time ever launched the first time this ever happened to me and I was humbled and scared by it at the same time. I lived down in Eastney and we'd just sold out the first rave in four days and I went into my local spa to get something and some lady went, You're the mini ravers man and I was like, uh yeah. She went, You've sold out, can you get me tickets? And I was like, well, no, but, but I'm afraid they're sort of sold out. Oh, you've let me down and she stormed out of the shop. And I was like, What what was that? And I phoned my wife and I was like, I generally like I've got no words. I generally have no words. It's crazy. But it's a good thing if they're having a go at you because you can't get any tickets. That's what you're yeah. 100%. You've created the demand. It's yeah. a hot ticket. Yeah. I'd love to do a festival with it. I think. Yeah, we're, we're, she's so shit. We was going to do Charm Life, but obviously Gareth has, has stopped that for reasons. Um, but I'd love to get on like, and do a festival. Like, like a little mini pirate festival yeah. on the seafront or something. 100%. It'd be so good. Like, even in Victoria, if you had that sort of kids area or, so or anyone. Can you not do that? Have you not got a tent there? Or? Um, no, I, I spoke to someone from Victoria I can't remember it was and it just wouldn't work out for this year but I'd love to get have you invited them down to your road um we went through uh Nick Courtney I believe oh yeah um and I don't know if he's officially invited them down I'm not 100% sure but we, we would love to do something. I, I think it would be incredible, you know, just yeah, to have something like... Yeah, because they've got a family village. Yeah, you yeah. can do yeah, the same formula. Sense. All you need yeah. is a DJ, your certain lights, your confetti cannons and your mascots. Yeah, it's all about them, good. all about the team, I think. And a, and a bit of power. And a bit and, of power. Yeah, power's <laughs> good. Power's a good start. <laughs> yeah, it'll be on. So miniravers.com. Miniravers.com. Miniravers on Facebook. I think there's an Instagram, but I have no idea what the tag is. Mm. <laughs> I would assume Mini Ravers. <laughs> have a search, you'll find Hopefully, it. Yeah, and, and just to bear it in mind, it is Mini Ravers, little people, not midgets. Little people, babies. So younger people. Younger people. Younger, younger people, people. yeah. 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 We'll get that out there. Although they could turn up. <laughs> Part of the entertainment, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, mate. Oh, mate. <laughs> Lou's gone. <laughs> She's lost it. <laughs> How good would that be? I so always rely that? on you, Dad. Thank you. I'm, I'm very, very PC. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I've got a lot of PC friends, honestly. Um, <laughs> not most of all friends, but anyway. Um, so that's it. We're done. Yeah. For another week. Yeah. Oh, it's been brilliant. Season Thank you very much for having me coming on. It's Talk fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's been <laughs> no, it's really good. You have to do us an update as well because I've said to it's, it's going national. It's going to be it's going to be huge. Hopefully, yeah. We, we're going to keep growing. The say if we get that Guildhall one, you know, that'll be fantastic. Uh, that that is really the thing for us, and we want to get all local companies involved. We'll get you involved yeah. somehow with Express if we can get you involved as well in some way. You know, make it a big community yeah. event, and that'll be fantastic. Like, it'll be brilliant. Very cool. There we go. All right. I'll see you soon now. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you very much. I'll see you later, Lou. See you next week. Bye. Bye.